Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Auto home life business. RV, boat, motorcycle, whatever it may be. They will always take great care of you with Purdy Insurance. And also do everything they can to save you money. All at Purdy Insurance, Market Street, and Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street, and Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf, online at sunburymotors.com. Penn State is in the NCAA tournament. They are the 10 seed. If anybody uh, wants to um, take a look at uh, being a 10 seed, I have zero issue with Penn State being a 10 seed. Zero. Uh, You know, I, I either a seven or a ten. It didn't matter to me. To me, that's jersey color. Uh, well, they should have been an eight or a nine. And I looked at somebody and said, uh, "Excuse me, but an eight or nine means you play a one next." So, don't no. You want to have. Um. You very much want to be in the seven ten, one way or the other. Only in that you can then play a two next, or maybe even a fifteen, because Texas will play Colgate. That's what it's all about. Okay, that's what it's all about. Can can I go sit there and get you know what gets me? To right, the next part. What gets me there? And that's how you look at it. That's how you look at it. It's a game at a time, but what gets you there next? That's what you're looking for. That's what you're looking for. You're looking at the path. Right? This is one game at a time. You got a tough one to open. But Texas AM is a tough one to open. Wade Taylor's a terrific guard. Tyrese Radford, I've seen him before. Okay. All right? Seen him before. All right? That's not, you know, so no issue there. Seen him before. Um, and, you know, Julius Marble, seen him before. Radford was at Virginia Tech. Marble was at Michigan State. Haven't seen Taylor. Everything I see looks terrific. Dick and I were, Girardi and I were just talking. Like Neither one of us really has a great feel or handle on Texas A&M. We know they started, eh, 
and then they really caught fire and went fifteen and three in the SEC. Got a bye. They played yesterday, so even though I'd rather see Penn State play Friday because they played Sunday, Texas A and M also played Sunday. And now we will start the week as only this show can start the week, and that is with the Matt Catrillo rant of the day. And it does have to do with Penn State, but it's not about the seeding, because I agree. I have no issue with the 10th seed either. No, I have no none. issue with the 10th seed, because that's what I expected they would get. If they didn't win, they were going to be the... If they didn't beat, win the tournament, the Big Ten tournament, they get a 10th seed. That's fine. However, I didn't ask for much at the beginning of this tournament for the Big Ten officials to just do their job well, not affect the game... Let there be scoring, this and that. And you know what? For the most part, I thought they did a pretty good job. Yeah, but in I, the I, biggest I, game I, of it all, I, it was I told horrendous. Terry Weimer that. Well, the it was two, horrendous. Uh, it was embarrassing the, yesterday. The one, the one call. The, I'll just go concentrate on one call, okay? And the one call that I looked at and went, oh boy, was the one on. Uh, Seth Lundy. Doggone. Yes. I, that was one of that's one of my many complaints. Yes. Okay. That's the one that of all of them I look at and went, oh no, not now. That's the wrong call. And the reason it's the wrong call is is simple. Ain't Morton comes over. Okay, I have no problem with Morton going over there. Okay, that's fine. Okay? None. Okay, but Morton doesn't even have a foot on the floor. His both both feet are airborne. No offense, it's kind of a simple call. It's not a difficult call. Exactly. Right, and that I mean, and it gets compounded. Seth should have two free throws. It's not a difficult call. And also remember, Lundy fouled out, so that's one of the five fouls he had. Yep. All right, so that's that's the issue I have with it. So there's that. There's the reverse, the outrageous reverse of the call when they had it right the first time when the ball went out of bounds late in regulation. Um, trying to remember that play. Or, or, or it was it was sometime during the second half I thought where it clearly went off of a foot of a Purdue player, and they had it right going in Penn State's direction. And then, the, and then they quick reversed it after a quick conference and gave the ball back to Purdue when Purdue was calling for the ball to come back, and then they were happy. It was right in front of the Purdue bench. That one, I can't. You know what? Honestly, I don't remember the play. So, I mean, I'm not going to comment. I don't remember the play. So there was that. And I, and I just thought, listen, I know this is not easy. This is easier said than done when, it's trying, when you're trying to officiate when a team's trying to attack Zach Eady, especially the disadvantage that Penn State has. But I- I'm sorry. I, like, hearing the whistles every, every, literally every time Penn State touched him in the first half, and that was all of their fouls, I'm sorry. I thought that was a little over the top. There were some that were warranted in the second half. That's fine. But I thought the officiating of Zach Eady in the first half, I thought, was a little over the top. It should not be all six fouls, I'm sorry, that Penn State had. Uh, you know what? 
I'm down there courtside. You can see it. I mean, maybe there was one, for example, that was called on Pickett, where Pickett cleanly blocked the ball. Yes, that's but, the one I had an but, issue with. But, but to be honest with you, it actually Earl Walton and I, I it, professionally and personally, I like Earl. Okay. If you watch the play, Jalen grabs the back of Zach to propel himself up to block the ball. And I, actually, I thought that was actually the right call. I thought I was okay with that call. I know, I'm killing you. <laughs> well, no, th- that's that. That's basically my, my rant, is I was not enamored with the officiating of the Big Ten championship game when I thought, overall, they had a pretty good tournament. Uh, the... the uh... The Illinois game was okay. I thought the officiating in the Northwestern game was outstanding. Maybe one call where you're like, eh. and then the officiating in the Indiana game was outstanding. Um, I talked to Terry Weimer, the director of officiating before the game, and uh, he looked over at me. He says, "Steve, he says that's the suit guy's not with you, is he?" I said, "No, Terry, we're good." I mean, I, it, it follows me everywhere, man. It follows me everywhere. It's stunning. S-U-I-T, that spells suit I don't get it at all. <laughs> it's our guy. That's our guy. All right. But, yeah, but you know what? Hey. The way I phrased it in the post game was that I said there is I said this is heartbreak. It is I said it's painful in the moment because you're so close. You're a three ball that you have shot so well all season away from a championship, and you fought yourself all the way back from seventeen down to give your, yourself a chance at that shot. I said, but the pain will then go to Joy, I said in a matter of minutes because you're in the NCAA tournament. And they're in. They're in. They're in as a 10 seed. They are 38 on the curve, by the way, just so everybody knows. So that's where they ended up was 38. Okay? So that's that's where they are. I thought your rant was going to be TJ Edwards leaving for the money. Nah, I'm not surprised he left. Everything that's happened so far in free agency, I'm not surprised. And the biggest celebration is Jason Kelsey's back. He's old. But still can play. No, he's old. But Hargrave... No, he's old. You know you're going to lose Hargrave, but him going to the (laughs) Niners really is a stall in the wound there. But He's old. It's all right. As long as he can still play, he could be 50 for all I care. And still, and as long as he plays like that, it's fine with me. I thought he was really good in the Super Bowl. <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> you can say that for a lot, of, a lot of the Eagles, but yeah. You know, if Penn State were to win two games, just, you know, you know where they'd go? Is it Phoenix? No. I I haven't looked past the first second round locations. 
Kansas City. Oh. I mean, oh. Oh, my almighty! It's the city of champions. What's your problem? <laughs> no, senor! No, senor! No, senor! So bitter. You are just so bitter. <laughs> so bitter. It's unbelievable. Bitter. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you grow up bitter? Not really, no. What happened? <laughs> the more I knew, I guess, when it comes to sports. That's what that's what Dick and I always say. Just, you know, just, people say, why are you guys so cynical? Like, uh, this is kind of... <laughs> uh, yeah. Why is this an experience? <laughs> kind of simple, isn't it? All right. So, Texas A&M, it's alleged, complained so much last year about the NCAA Tournament Selection Committee that left them out. They made it to the NIT Championship game where they lost. Uh, that they were penalized, and they were penalized by being a seventh seed. Okay, whatever. I don't worry about such things. Um, but that's me. See how much I've changed, man. See, I don't worry about things. Oh, wait, that's not much of a change. <laughs> Drives you nuts, doesn't it? In that part, yes. But, yeah, I, I really I, I knew that, yeah. Okay. Now, I can't. I still, at this hour, cannot tell you what the situation is with travel. Still don't know. We got back at 2.30 in the morning. Did you know that? I'm not surprised, considering by the time the selection show ended, you do all the post-game stuff. No, they, they couldn't get the plane. Oh. They couldn't get the plane. You're like, hey. Oh, that's hey. a problem. Because the plane, plane wasn't there. It wasn't like I, you sit back, whatever. No, no, we did not leave Chicago. Jeez, I don't know. What time did we leave? I don't know. Probably between 12.30 and 1 o'clock in the morning. I sat in the United Center for f- over four hours last night. Oh, boy. After the, after the selection show. We didn't leave till 11.45 Eastern Time. Oh, I'm sorry. We didn't leave till 10.45 Eastern Time just to go to the airport. I mean, it just, I mean, it was a long night. Long night. And now the question is, you know, they were talking about maybe the plane leaving tomorrow morning. Okay. Now that, now, now you'll love this. Wait, wait till I read you this, this text. Want everybody to know, thanks for everyone's efforts last week in Chicago. For the NCAA tournament, I have not received a flight time, and they aren't obligated to give it to me until six hours prior to leaving. What? <laughs> I'm not joking with you. Okay. But I'm hoping I'm, I can get something later today 
into the night. I have requested a 6 p.m. flight for tomorrow because of Steve's show. No, a 6 p.m. flight for tomorrow. That'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) Once it's said, I'll send you an itinerary. But the part that got me is they aren't obligated. Six hours. Are you kidding me? (laughs) I, 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 yeah. I mean, I've done this before, so I for the for I'd say ninety eight plus percent of this, you know, I know how it works, but you know, because I've I've done a lot of explaining to the to the Penn State Network people how it works, so they know how it works, um, and I've had to do more explaining than you realize. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, you just gave me rant number two of the day because this doesn't help said producer who's got to work around this. I'm just telling Flight you. Hey, people. Believe it. I want to tell you right now, Nick Colella has done for Penn State a phenomenal job with all the travel. I mean, phenomenal. He's been great. So it's not him. I can tell you who it's not. Are the Big Ten officials now running the airlines? Is that what's been going on lately with the with flying? It's because the Big Ten Lord. officials are in charge of things? You know, the funny thing is is there's a lot of these guys I like. They're real, real honest to goodness. I do. Right? You know, you know, so it's not... I know everybody wants to rip on this and rip on that. I got it. And, and it's not like I'm not critical. Of course I am. I'm critical about some things that happen, of course. But you know what? It's like I the call the call on Lindy is a bad call because it it just it 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 goes against what the rule actually is. Right? That's the problem. Is is that's not, that's the wrong call because Morton doesn't do a single thing. I mean, literally, Morton does not do a single thing on the play that warrants him getting the benefit of that call. It's actually the other way around. Uh, but I, but the other stuff, I'm like, eh, you know what? For the most part, I don't know how many times I said, look, I said, look, you just got to move on. All right, that was pretty much my approach on the broadcast. Hey, look, you know what? You just got to move on. I've tried to tell you that for years. You need to move on. I'm trying. I mean, look at T.J. Edwards. He moved on. He got paid. (laughs) Yeah, good for him. After everything he did to win for you guys, there's no appreciation. Look, there's loyalty for the wallet, my man. Loyalty for the wallet. Yeah, I know. I mean, look at the guy in the corner office. Is that the best example? Mm-hmm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of 
your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 630 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the mm. out of auto repair. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Auto home life business. RV, boat, motorcycle, whatever it may be. They'll do everything they can to make sure you save money. They could do it in bundles, and they do everything they can to make sure that you um, are fully insured. It's all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, and also at Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 to 15, Hummel's Wharf online at sunburymotors.com as we are in the Sunbury Motors studio. Okay. Uh, bring in Ben Jones, statecollege.com. Sir, welcome. It's great to have you with us. Hey, Steve. Thanks for having me. Okay. So uh, your thoughts on Penn State's run that gets them into the NCAA tournament? I mean, it's been, I was thinking yesterday that it, it, it felt like a long four days, but really sort of the quintessential example of what March is all about. You get into a conference tournament, and obviously Penn State got into the Big Ten tournament feeling decent about its NCAA tournament chances then goes on the run that it did. Um, you know, I don't think you can have more fun as a fan of college basketball than watching a few days like that. Um, you know, I think it's a testament to this team, a testament to the coaching staff, um, and a testament to really their belief in themselves that they could go and do it. And I think we've known all year that when this team clicks, it can uh, beat just about anybody. And certainly the past couple of days it clicked and it just about <laughs> beat just anybody so you know I, I think it was a lot of fun and if I'm a Penn State basketball fan am I disappointed about yesterday's result I, I think you know obviously you have to be but at the same time you know it, it's hard to to say anything other than good things about how the last couple of days have gone. Uh, your thoughts on Seth Lundy and what he was able to do uh, in this tournament I think he's outstanding. I mean, I've said, you know, obviously the last couple of weeks have been, I'd say, a little weird for Seth just in terms of how he's not shot it at home as well as he has, uh, you know, at other times during his career and during the the year. But I, for my money, Seth Lundy has been night in and night out outside of those couple occasions. Penn State's best player not named Jalen Pickett and would be a guy that would be getting a lot more recognition if it wasn't for Jalen Pickett, I, I think that, that Seth has been outstanding. Obviously, he's always been good on the defensive end. Um, you know, the number of tough shots that he's made, a number of timely shots that he's made, um, you know, I, I think that's exactly what you need going into March. It's exactly what you need um, going into the tournament. So, you know, to me, you can't say enough good things about Seth. He felt a little bad that he wasn't be able to be out there for that last shot attempt because you think that he might be the guy that you go to in that moment. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Seth, I've always been a big fan of Seth Lundy's game, and certainly um, he's lived up to the, the hype and expectations and the, the stability and consistency that I think everybody knew he could have. Yeah, what a big difference he's made. And, yeah, not having him out there, you know, 
even if he's not the guy taking that shot, just his mere presence might have opened the door for somebody else to take the shot. Uh, but again, Zach Eady at 7-4, almost 7-5, deflected the inbounds. That was the problem. So that was a big problem, as a matter of fact. Uh, okay. So now we get to a team that just went, to their, to their credit, Ben, four games, four days. And I'll tell you, I sat there courtside. I didn't see the issue. I thought they looked pretty good. Yeah, I thought eventually we were going to see that. I mean, honestly, I thought that we were going to see it on Saturday at least, that at some point here that they were going to run out of steam. And, you know, we talked to Michael Shrewsbury a little bit ago, and I think one of the things that's really true is, you know, you talk to anybody in any sport that goes through the college ranks, and by the time they become juniors or seniors or super seniors, they talk about how they take care of their body and how that's something that they've learned over the years that's really made a difference. And I think one of the things that helps um, when you have a veteran team, especially in a, in a condensed situation like this, is they know how to take care of their bodies. Now, end of the day, you're going to be tired <laughs> through sure. four games in four days, maybe you know even earlier than that. But I, I do think you're right that you know, especially with how physical the Purdue game was, how physical um, that was, and how much you know you kind of have to expend um, in a comeback effort like that. I, I think that it's a testament to that strength staff and a testament to those players for taking care of themselves that they can look as, as fresh, so to speak, as they did that far into that tournament. Yeah, so let's let's get into something else, too. It does deal with how Micah practices, too, uh, which, to be honest, and that's something I'd be more familiar with than anybody for obvious reasons. But, Ben, there's a lot of load management built into practices, and you can really see it because when I talked to Greg Miskinis out in Chicago, and this was after... Illinois actually was after the Northwestern game. And he says, Steve, I don't think I see any issues with these guys. I mean, and you could do load management in practice, and I think that's Micah's experience coming into play here. Yeah, and he talked about that again today as well. Really, just like the next couple days, it's more about watching film. It's more about doing walkthroughs. You don't have to be as physical, and I think that's another advantage of having a veteran team. You know, we've even seen that um, you know, on the football side of things, as the season gets deeper and deeper, that James Franklin's like, look, I don't need to send, you know, for example, Jason Cabinda through another set of reps of something that right. he's done a million times over and over again, that we can rest these guys, or, or Micah might be a more, you know, apt, uh, or Micah Parsons rather, now that there's more than one Micah to deal with. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, know you don't good. have to send Micah Parsons like through that. these reps again. You don't have to send Jalen Pickett through these reps again. You're walking you're walking through things, you're watching film, and you know that they're absorbing it because that's the big thing. I've always wondered, you know, as someone on the outside, how do you ever know that these guys are paying attention during the film session? And one of the things is, uh, you know, you know they're veteran players and you know they know what it takes to win. Um, and certainly Penn State being a veteran team really gives them the advantage in, in a certain sense of saying, look, we don't have to be super physical in practice or really run hard in practice because we know that these guys know what they're doing. Yeah, uh, that that's a big part of it, yeah, no question. Jalen Pickett is a second-team All-American. Came up big in the Indiana game with 28 points. He, we all know he plays different than everyone else. Just your thought on how he plays and how he goes about his business and what it has meant to Penn State. I mean, it's it's huge. I thought in a, in a funny way, I was thinking about this yesterday watching Purdue, that 
that Purdue and, and Penn State, in a lot of regards, play the same way. It just happens, you know, that that Purdue has a giraffe um, in the middle of the in the middle of the court. And I think that Jalen, the thing that makes him so good is not only is he an efficient shooter, he's an efficient scorer, but he can see the court really well from a place on the court that's not always easy to see. And I think his ability to make the smart decisions. You talk about guys that make their teammates better. Um, I think Jalen being able to find the open guy, um, you know, is really one of those things that makes those shooters better because they're in space, they have the opportunity, and he doesn't panic when he's got two guys doubling him or when he's up against somebody who's maybe a little bit bigger than him. Um, You know, it'll be interesting to see. You know, I think Jalen Pickett has played himself into an opportunity at the next level. Um, It will be interesting to see how it translates because it's just such a unique way of playing the game. Um, but it's so efficient, and if you're efficient, if you can make passes, if you can make smart decisions, you can play a lot of basketball, and, and certainly Jalen Pickett, um, you know, even in games when he hasn't necessarily been the scoring force, has found ways to impact games, and that's really the sign of a great player. Yeah, it makes it, it really does make an incredible difference, uh, because it, the guy that I think that if you're going to, I'm going to pick out that he reminds me of is uh, Jalen Brunson of the uh, Knicks. In terms of style of game, yeah, no, Brunson's a good example, and that's another, you know, I suppose technically Villanova, Pennsylvania sort of byproduct guy, and and I think, you know, and, and again, you know, we've seen guys come through the program that haven't always played conventionally, guys that have found ways to to be efficient. Tim Frazier, um, you know, obviously a very different mm-hmm. kind of player, but another guy mm-hmm. that you know figured out how to make a name for himself carrying the load. Um, you know, I'm certainly rooting for Jalen to figure it out at the next level because I think, um, you know, obviously he's a great person, great personality, and a fun mm-hmm. game to watch. And if you're efficient, uh, you know, Lord knows in this day and age, I've seen plenty of basketball players who aren't efficient. So um, I'm more than happy to watch one that's going to get, you know, 18 of his 23 shots to go into the hoop. <laughs> of course. Uh, I only have a statistical read on them. I did not watch much of them during the season. You know, five minutes here, five minutes there. Do you have any read yet on Texas A&M? Um, I mean, my understanding is they get to the foul line a lot. They're uh, physical. They drive to the hoop, but they don't shoot it as well from the outside. I, I think that, you know, really the first thing I looked at when I went to kind of do the preliminary uh, read over of Texas A&M is like, well, none of their guys are 7-4. So Penn State's got that working for them <laughs> right <laughs> out of the gate. You are um, on a roll today. I mean, you're on a roll. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, you go I, – I think that obviously there are very, very good teams in this bracket. There's no easy out in the NCAA tournament. But I will put Penn State up with most anyone in a game where the size is not going to be a big difference. I think Penn State has done a much better job defensively, especially on the interior. They're doing a better job at times on the on the perimeter. Um, and I think if Penn State makes its shots and can avoid foul trouble, um, you know, they're going to be in a lot of favorable matchups. Obviously, you know, if they win and Texas wins, then you're just up against a, a different very good team. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think this matchup, obviously Texas A&M had a good season plays a lot of good basketball, but I think if you say, look, their best players are about the same size as Penn State's best players. Um, they they have weaknesses on the perimeter. They don't necessarily shoot it well if you can keep them from the basket. I think that's a circumstance that plays well to Penn State's strengths. Um, you know, so I, I think it's it's obviously challenging. There's nothing about a 7-10 that's ever easy. There's nothing about the tournament that's ever easy. No. Uh, but I think if you're it, Penn State, you go, look, it's not Zach Eady, so that's great. You're playing for the national championship. 
That's what you're doing. You know, I don't want to hear any far-fetched along with it. You're playing for the national championship. Okay, there's 300 teams right now that aren't. You're going to play somebody really good. That's why you're in it. And you know, and you could say the same. Texas A&M has to play somebody really good too. So it makes it really interesting. It makes it fun. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it makes it. It makes it a lot of fun. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to making the trip to see it in person. I've never been to the NCAA tournament. Um, you know, I, you know, you don't root for anything to happen, but I certainly wouldn't complain um, if they made a run and if we all had to. Where's the Sweet Sixteen? If we're Steve, you and I are going to end up in Vegas or something like that. Uh, Kansas City. And, and, uh, all right, Kansas, Kansas City is not quite Las Vegas, but. Um, nevertheless, <laughs> but Ben, <laughs> I'm glad but, from the Super Bowl. But Ben, but Ben, to be honest with, you, I'm so glad you're going. I really, I, um, I saw a couple of other people out there that went to Chicago. I'm just really glad you're going. Um, it's something you need to experience. Um, it's like I said, I think it's great for the reporters. They had a chance to experience a Rose Bowl to see it like that had an experience to go to a Cotton Bowl and so forth. But to now experience an NCAA tournament, it'll give you a whole different feel about college basketball. And I'll, I'll, and something that will be in, interesting for you will be the press conference day on Wednesday, if you're there for that, which I'm sure you will be, mm. uh, which, is, which is Wednesday. You're going to get a chance to see all the coaches and players in press conference situations, including Bill Self. And I'll give you one that goes back to Syracuse in 1991, which is probably a good chance. No, you were born then, right? Yes, I was, just barely. Okay. I wasn't. Uh, (laughs) And I was was sitting there, and, and it turned out in that bracket, North Carolina was there, and Dean Smith, the head coach of North Carolina at the time, and he got up and he started talking about how he looks at the tournament. And, of course, when he spoke, it was like listening to Joe. You looked up and said, okay, I'm going to listen to this. He said, the enormity of winning six games is an, a lot for anybody to think about. So we try to break it down into winning two games, two games, two games. He said, we need to win the Carrier Dome tournament. We need to win the Meadowlands tournament. Then we need to win... The Superdome tournament and stuff like that. You pick up little nuggets like that, then then give you a perspective on how how the whole thing works, and that's why I think it's one of the neat things about it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to going, and I think anyone, you know, obviously you, you remain a neutral observer and, and do your best to do your job, but I think you know at this point I've been covering Penn State basketball since the last time they made the tournament, and I think we've both seen a, a, their fair share of ups and downs. And, wins and losses and a lot of things in the middle that, uh, you know, seeing this program make it the whole way back to March is, is something that has been rewarding and, you know, whatever happens, happens and I give them a shot against anybody um, that they see. Ben, I'm thrilled you're going to be out there. Thanks so much for your time today. I always appreciate it. Yep, thanks for having me, Steve. See you soon. As Ben Jones, StayCollege.com. Great to have him on the show today. Any more rants? I'm, I'm I'm getting concerned. No, I, I've gotten everything out of my system. I don't think so. I, I'm hearing like a... Just the travel situation is, um, let's just say, not ideal for me, but I'll I'll live with it. Yeah, but... 
Okay, you know what? It it doesn't bother me. It drives you nuts I said that. But I'm not surprised. Mr. 45 heart rate. No, but I mean, that's... I, okay. I, <laughs> you, you know what's really important about this? And, 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 okay, all kidding aside, so I'm not going to kid around, okay? So this no no jokes this time. All right. You know one of the reasons I, I am like that is that what what good does it do? In other words, if I'm going to sit here and complain about it, does it change the situation? Does it, you know, in other words, if I'm in a situation where if I can, say, show some anger about something, and I know if I do, it'll change the situation, then I would be angry about it. Right? I will be angry about that. Okay? And um, and you're saying, well, when, when would you ever do that? And it was something with my son when he was in the hospital. And I'm not going to say which hospital, all right, um, a long time ago. And I said, you know, basically, you know, they had not looked at some test results from my son from a year ago and I've been waiting for the results and kept calling and calling and calling about it and finally the next year I go in to see him for the yearly appointment and he orders the same test and I said well what were the results of last year's test what? I said you ordered the same test last year I said you never gave us the results and I called maybe 10 to 15 times alright he goes wow well, and he got all flustered and I looked at him and I said you're never touching my son again took him we walked out Okay. Now that was a point where I could do something about it, right? That was okay. Right. And by the way, if anybody's asking, it was not Geisinger. Okay, it was not. All right. This was someplace else. I said, right. That because I could do something about it, Matt. I can't do anything about when the plane gets here. The players can't do anything about it. Micah can't do anything about it. So guess what? You go about your business. When the plane shows up, we'll go. We'll get there. I only related the six-hour thing because you sit back and go, man, that's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> no, it's, so that way the audience knows, like, yeah, that really is weird. <laughs> but if you can't do anything about it, why do you complain? We sat at the gate last night at Midway for, I don't know, at least 20 minutes, maybe 25 minutes. Just sat in the bus. Why? Well, I can't go over and open the gate myself, so <laughs> what am I going to do about it? <laughs> you, of course, would have been in, in a fit of rage. I mean, that kind of stuff happens, but this is like second level here. But we'll make do. Guess what? They're in the tournament. Yeah, okay. I, you'd rather have this and then have okay. them than have them what? not be in the tournament. Exactly, it's a good problem. We'll get there. The NCAA has to get them there. You want to know why? They're required to be there on Wednesday. It's a requirement, <laughs> so they'll get there. All right. In fact, I don't think it, you know staying here a little longer actually would be beneficial. That way, the guys could whatever. But hey, plus I could do the show tomorrow. Well, that's my hope. No, I heard you in the sewer like, oh, I hope he leaves in the morning. <laughs> oh, we got Mike DeCourcy tomorrow. I want to make sure we get him in. I talked to I did talk to Mike on Saturday, so 
But I did talk to Mike on Saturday, as a matter of fact. He looked over at me and says, he said, that suit guy's not still on the show, is he? All right. We'll come back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. S U I T, that spells suit. Hi, this is Season. For over 100 years, the Purdy Insurance Agency has been protecting families and businesses of the greater Susquehanna Valley and beyond. With the experience of our trained and knowledgeable staff, you can rest assured that your needs will be evaluated and met by some of the industry's best representatives. No matter what your insurance needs are, call Purdy Insurance today at 570-286-5855. Visit our website at purdyinsurance.com or check us out on Facebook to see what we can do for you. 